All right. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Trinity High School Ministry podcast. This is actually our very first uh, podcast. So you are a part of a brand new experiment and journey. Uh, right now, we have the one and only... William Boris Bacher. How's it going, guys? It's a good middle name situation we have going Intern on. Intern of Dreams. And then also we have the wonderful, amazing, coming back for her second round. Naya Sorry, I forgot I was supposed to say my name. <laughs> yeah. okay. She forgot her name. We're Naya. off to a great <laughs> start, on, everybody. <laughs> um, and my name is Joel, and I'm the high school pastor. Um, but you probably already knew that if you're tuning in. And really the heart behind this podcast was... Um, I know like when I, uh, Will and I talk, there are so many things that we talk about and think about when it comes to messages. And mm-hmm. sometimes you're up there and you just cut half your message cause you don't have time. And, um, there's also a lot of conversations that we have behind the scenes about, um, life and ministry and stuff. So we just wanted a space where we could kind of go deeper into sermons and, um, yeah, I don't know. There might be some other segments coming in. Will was talking about doing a uh, I was thinking maybe doing like a joke of the week or Naya having like a word of the week or something. I'm not sure so. what the purpose of a word of the week is. To but, educate you know. the people. What would okay. the word of this week be, Will? Um, Will's word of the week. There we go. Alliteration. Is it cookie dough? It's balanced. Balanced. And if you know me, you'll know why. That's an important word. Thanos. Perfectly balanced. Thanos, which is a great transition into um, our summer, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Joel, what is our theme for the summer? Well, Naya, I'm so glad. The most cheesy way I could possibly ask that question. I'm glad that you asked. How did, why did you ask that? Oh, it's written down here. Um, so our theme for this summer, if you were here on Sunday, the theme, uh, at least for Sundays, our sermon series That's theme true. is origin stories. And so that should make you think of superheroes. And um, I feel like every movie that I'm going to see right now is just like a steady diet of superhero movies. I have so, one question. Yes. If I don't watch superhero movies, why should origin stories make me think of superhero movies? Oh, yeah. Uh, because, well, it's like, well, you know what? A lot of characters have, I mean, like all characters have yeah. origin stories and backstories, mm-hmm. but um, especially superhero characters have. Um, usually a story of like how they get their powers, you know? So when you think of the Hulk, you know, when you think of even like Black Widow, you think of them like, you know, kicking butt, being out there, uh, killing people. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, but, um, but you don't often think about how it all started. You know, you might get like one movie that goes towards that. Um, and honestly, when, I, when it comes to like, I don't know about you guys, but when I think about high school, I think about a time when I was super awkward trying to figure out who I was and yeah. there were a lot of things about being a teenager that it was just like confusing and so it really you know a lot of these superhero movies they're originally comics and the comics were targeted towards teenagers hmm. yeah. so I don't know about you guys but I don't know I feel like I resonate when I think back to my high school self I resonate with like superheroes and their origin mm. stories and them like trying to figure out what to do with their like powers or mm-hmm. like their backstory like mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah yeah cool yeah, yeah. Or what to do with I mean feelings of oh I, I have feelings of love towards something now and I didn't have that before when I was in junior high and what do I do with that you know yeah it's a big like high school special is like a time of transition and figuring all the things out I feel like yeah. superheroes definitely yeah and I, I think uh, I mean I love superheroes too but I think even just those of us who like to read or we just watch tv shows whatever we love stories and so 
this whole origin stories thing, it, you know, it, it can be even beyond superheroes of just like, how do people get to be the way that they are? And we're fascinated. Mm-hmm. That's why we watch documentaries about mm-hmm. where did people come from and how they become famous. And like, we're fascinated by these like prison shows and Mom. things like that. So I think we just love stories and we're informed by them. We pay attention to them. And so we're really just trying to be intentional this summer with mm-hmm. thinking about how stories affect us and, and, and thinking about our own stories. Yeah. 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 Like on Sunday, we were saying that, you know, when someone tells a story, your body actually releases a chemical of connection between people. And so um, we really hope that at the end of this summer, actually, we've said that everyone in high school group will know their story. That can sound really intimidating. And we'll talk about what that looks like. But you would know your story and you'd be able to share it with other people because we feel like your story is a window um, into sharing the gospel story with people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, So as we want everyone by the end of the summer to be able to tell their story, what do you think are like some, I don't know, lies people believe, good things about stories, bad things? Like what do you want people to know when they are starting to process through their own story? Yeah. I feel like um, we we were – that's a good question. Um, Yeah. I feel like um, (laughs) – thank you. (laughs) That's You always say that's a good question as you think about – what your answer is going to be. Uh, I feel like, um, for me, I feel like I've been told I need to have a story and I need to be able to share it. And there's that scripture, um, from first Peter, you know, that, that basically says that everyone needs to be ready to, um, explain why they have faith in Christ. That's first Peter three fifteen. um, that everyone needs to be ready to give a reason for the hope that they have in Christ. And I heard that growing up, and um, it was actually really like a scary thing to think about. Like, yeah. you better be ready to, yeah. to tell people <laughs> who Jesus is. And I always thought, like, well, that sounds scary. I don't think I'm ready for that. And even when people are like, well, what's your testimony? What's your story? I feel like um, for a lot of people, they just don't know if they have one or they think it has to be so perfect that they, they for sure haven't. aren't able to think about and articulate it. I don't know if you guys have had any of that thought. I mean, I think for me, like, I grew up at Trinity, always going to church. I didn't necessarily, like, get arrested or, you know, you joked about, like, burning kittens on Sunday. (laughs) Um, You might have mentioned that. (laughs) Maybe potentially as a bad thing um, that would be redeemed, you know, with Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) I didn't necessarily do any of those things. And we did talk about stories when I was in high school and testimonies and being able to share. And I kind of always felt like, I don't know, I just don't have that crazy of a story. Like, Mm -hmm. I always believed in God. I haven't even, like, had a super huge issue with God being real. Like, it's just kind of a thing of my life. Um, And obviously, I'm always, like, trying to be better and trying to, like, know God more. But it wasn't necessarily something that I was like, ooh, I have this really cool story. Yeah. but you've said really cool things about people who feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. So what what were you saying this Sunday again? Because that was like, I don't know. I liked that a lot. And yeah, you say no, I, 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 I totally feel that. Because, yeah. I mean, Will, you grew up in church too. Mm-hmm. And there is that kind of sense that, like, if we don't have a crazy um, conversion story, so a yeah. story of when we, like, before Christ, you know, we were into all these crazy things that, you know, and then... And that's where we talked about burning kittens. And then, like, after Christ, we totally had a life change. If you don't have that crazy story, like, if you weren't a terrible person, you kind of feel like you don't have a story. Mm. Um, So, I don't know. I look at Paul uh, in Scripture, and people, like, Paul is not the guy who's out there partying on the weekends and, you know, uh, doing drugs and being a jerk 
to yeah. his friends. He's actually a really good religious person. Mm. Yeah. And he's, he's out there and he's arresting Christians because he believes that they're blaspheming God. And he's actually a really good, righteous. He says that like among the Pharisees, he was the best, like best of the line. Um, he was good. But then he gets to this point where he realizes that being good isn't good enough. Um, and it's really Christ that needs to complete his story. Mm. And yeah. I feel like Paul, I mean, he writes most of the New Testament. He has the most powerful story. But he was, he was also the goody two-shoes, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So I just hate it when students are like, well, I didn't, no, I didn't do anything dumb. I, when, I remember when I was sitting in this room, actually, when I was in high school. And we were in prayer partners in a student leadership team. And I was sitting across from two guys. And one of them said, you know what? I just want to go sleep around a lot. Because then, and he was being serious. And then I'll have a story about how Jesus fixed me mm. and, and, and made me right. And I'll be able to tell it. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? That doesn't seem, but like in high school, I have no idea how to like say that that just doesn't seem right. But like some people, like they want to blow it because then they feel like. Then there's like a redemption situation. I think that we think stories, like having a story means that we have to have done a lot of crazy things or bad things. Um, But I really feel like it's just, if you're able to articulate like what God has done in your life, like that's your story. And Mm -hmm. realizing like all the ways that if you, you know, have been a church kid your whole life, like realizing that God has blessed you in all these amazing ways. Like, even if it doesn't feel like it's crazy or dramatic, like that is a story and that is testifying to like God's faithfulness to you in your life. Mm-hmm. And so that can, imp- you'll never know who you'll be able to impact with your like quote unquote, I think I have a boring story. Like that might resonate really deeply with someone else. And yeah. so like not sharing those things is like, you know, you, you'll never know the potential that you have until you are able to kind of articulate what God's done in your life. Yeah, and I mean, I think also, like, just because you're, quote-unquote, not a terrible person, like, everyone has, like... But you are a terrible exactly. person. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone has <laughs> things are. that they struggle with in their life. That's everyone Romans, has... Yeah, is that 323? 323, we all sin and fall yeah. short of the glory of God. Everyone We've does. We've all blown it. You know, it's like a guy standing on a ladder and thinking, oh, I'm at the moon. No, you like made five steps up. You think you're good, but you're not in space, dude. You're not righteous. Yeah. So I feel like everyone has ways that their life is like drastically changed when they actually start living yeah. with Christ as the center of their life. Like your life will change. It's not just mm-hmm. that, I don't know, I'm not a terrible person. Like I think if you're actually yeah. honest and like you assess your life and like process through it, like there are ways that your life yeah. is different when you are yeah and it should be and yeah. it's like honestly it's like if it's not that should cause us to pause and ask okay am I really actually has this moved from a matter of the head mm-hmm. to the heart to the hands and where I'm living you know I guess like if we're not living like Jesus is real then we might believe it intellectually but maybe we're missing it being lived out in our story um, I think that um, what's interesting is another thing that people think about when they think about sharing your story is they think, I don't want to get in a fight with my friends. Like when we think of evangelism, mm, yeah. when we think about telling stories about Jesus, we think that somehow we're going to get in an argument and mm. that's what it looks like. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. I think that's a big thing for me. I think like the biggest ways of evangelism and sharing my story have just been like in actual community with people like being able to clearly articulate what I've been through and like how God has shown up for me and also just like being with people and like loving on people, not necessarily arguing. And I think also like, especially today, like what is true to each individual person is like accepted. And so like, if it is your story that you have internalized and processed through, like a lot of my friends who weren't Christian, like had no problem, like 
accepting that that was my story mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. listening without getting really like defensive or like really arguing um, yeah. instead of coming from a place of like me having to prove them wrong like arguing against like their beliefs I was able to like share mine I think I yeah that's a good point yeah about where our culture is at yeah yeah people aren't gonna say no Naya you're wrong your experience of faith isn't true yeah they're gonna actually be connected and interested because of how you shared it yeah yeah I think a lot of times too like it happens organically you know, yes, I think exactly. we, we feel like we have to have like a rehearsed speech or like I'm gonna get up on a stage and then I'm gonna like give this kind of message or something but really the I think the most often in my life at least it's been in just conversation with friends where they've asked me like hey what have you been learning lately or like hey I haven't seen you in a while like what's been going on in your life and and then you get to say like hey this is just kind of my own experience this is what I felt like uh, I've been learning and and like Naya said no one's going to dismiss that you know that is um from your perspective that's like what's been happening in your life and what's been important to you and if there are people that you know and that you care about like they're not going to minimalize that experience and Uh, I think that's a really important way to think about telling your story, not just in a rehearsed way, but in a natural, organic way with people that you come into contact with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we, like, have acknowledged that, like, everyone can have a story, like, no matter how insignificant it feels and, like, there are good and bad ways to share it, like, Joel, do you have any tips for sharing your story, like, that would make it, or, like, what do you think, I mean, you kind of said about it being organic, but, like, are there other things? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think think we're all in agreement with with Will. Yeah. And that your story, like... I think the first thing, it's just, like, breathe in, breathe out, relax. Like, you do have a story. Yeah. God is writing the story in your life. You know, we talked about on Sunday, the Psalm 139, that mm-hmm. that God knit you together in your mother's womb. And so before you had a mind, like, God had a story for you, and he was writing it. And so I think just to relax into the fact that, okay, you do have a story. And if it feels really like, on Sunday, Naya's going to be talking about, you know, kind of the moments when you feel like you don't have a story or yeah. when you're, you feel like you're a nobody and you just got to know in those moments, God is shaping your character into a somebody who he wants to use. So I think just knowing that, um, and then, yeah, we do have some, some helpful tips. Uh, so this is, we're kind of, we were talking about some of the objections people might have, and now we're going to move into testimony tip time. Um, so the first one I would say is pray. Ooh, that's good. You know, important. Um, bring bring God into bring this. bring God into it. He is the author of your story, and so it's like when I go on YouTube and I watch, you know, the the screenwriters for Avengers Endgame, and they help me understand story arcs, which you can go do on YouTube. It's super fun. You can you see things you wouldn't see. We have to invite the Holy <laughs> Spirit in, and we can ask, okay, God, what were you doing in that season? What were you teaching me about who you were, about who I am? Um, so just like invite him into the whole process of starting to share your testimony. Um, and then the, the second thing is, um, I would, so the first one, pray. Second thing, recognize your story is in process. I hear so many people, and how funny would it be to be like a five-year-old and be like, I've learned everything, and I am a complete person, you know, as, yeah. Sounds like the person on the ladder who thinks they're in space. Yeah, yeah, no, it totally does. And so, um. You know, I, I feel like in high school, sometimes we can think that, um, sometimes we think things are the end of the world if they're a big deal. And sometimes we think that our story is complete, but it's in process. Yeah. So as you share your story, you're saying, this is how God has worked so far. Um, and no, it's not a happily ever after. I see people all the time. I struggled with peer pressure my freshman year and now I got over it. 
Um, excuse me. <laughs> beer pressure will be forever. It was like I had beer pressure this morning when I was trying to pick out what I was gonna eat for breakfast. Just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> but seriously, real. We don't stop. Like you don't stop struggling with insecurities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that you battle with through in junior high and high school, um, psychologically, those are patterned. They'll be imprinted upon your mind, and the way that you responded to those things, uh, it's gonna be a pattern that shows up again and again and again. So you might have had a story. Um, when you were a sophomore and it was when things got difficult and hard, I left a community because I felt like I wasn't seen. Um, that'll be a pattern. And when you get into college into sophomore year, if you feel like people don't value you and love you, um, instead of sticking with it and trying to get traction in a community, you might leave. And so things are, are patterns that might reoccur in your story. So just know your story is a process. Yeah. Keep it simple. Uh, this is something that we've been talking about with our leaders is I feel like often we think, and we said this before, but that it's really, we think of a testimony as being like a, you know, a, an hour thing and we got to sit down and we all got to cry at the end and um, <laughs> you got to write it out a manuscript. And really what we're trying to do is at the end of the summer, we want everyone to have six words. And so three words will be for before, it, it, you could say it's before you met Christ, before you were a Christian. For a lot of us, it might just be before you took faith seriously. Um, the way that, that we're going to phrase it um, is three words for when you were first and you were most important in your life. And then three words for after when Christ became first and you became second. And so that's a big shift between you being most important and you, and this is what will you're preaching on this on, on Wednesday. So come mm-hmm. on, come to swell. Um, so it's, it's from when you were first and then when you took a back seat and said, it's your will, it's your way. Um, so three words. So it might look like this. It might be, um, you know, before I put Christ first, it was all about me and me seeking other people's approval. And really I just looked at people as objects so I would gain more popularity from being around certain people. So I just saw people as just not being made in the image of God. And then maybe you struggled with anxiety and you just had a lack of peace and security in who you were as a person. But then after, when I became second and Christ became first, right, it, it became about him. And there was a mission beyond just wanting to please myself. And I had peace that surpassed understanding because I could be with the creator of the universe and um, I had a community that could hold me accountable. So anyways, you might have just, you know, I know those were more than three words, but you might have, you know, before Christ, I was lonely, anxious, and you could say bored. I didn't have a community. And then afterwards you can say I was full, you know, I was at peace and I had community. So you could have that kind of be, yeah. Yeah. I think when I was in high school, I was on FCA staff and they said that you should be able to share your testimony. I think it was in like, you know, 15 or 30 seconds, a minute, and then like Mm -hmm. a longer version. Yeah. And I feel like you gave a good example of both of those, like the 15 second, here are my six words. And then people can ask and expand on those and you can give a short version. And then if they really want to, you know, organically the conversation flows and they want to keep like learning more, you can just share more and more as long as you've like actually internalized what those words mean. Yeah. So Will might ask. Joel, what about that season of anxiety? You said that you're anxious and, you're, and that, would, that could go off for like, you know, five mm-hmm. minutes. But yeah, the idea is have like a 15 minute, 15 minute uh, testimony you can share. And then other people will ask you 15 questions. Seconds, 15 seconds, not 15 minutes, 15 <laughs> seconds. Thank you. Yep. And then other people will ask you and um, really want to put the ball in the court of other people so they can ask you questions about your story. So it goes from you being on like, you know, a box with a bullhorn in the middle of the orange mall to like Ooh, you being in a conversation with someone where they ask you questions about your story. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, and how can you, with those, like, six words, like, how can you draw curiosity for, like, oh, well, Joel, like, when you said anxiety, like, what did you mean by that? And that's, like, things that are going to make people want to know more. And I think that even in every one of our stories, like, there's things that we can, um, like, the words that we can choose to represent our story that will make people want to know more yeah. about those things. So, I just wrote down, make word sheet. So probably on a Sunday coming up, we'll have, like, a, a sheet of, like, you know, 300 words or something that will help mm, you kind of like pick your your words. So I would suggest you start with five words for before you really became a Christian or five words before you owned your faith, before you put Christ first, and then five words for after. Sometimes it's helpful to start with more and then circle the ones that, you know, are the most important or are the most contrasting. So the ones that actually draw the most contrast, yeah. um, that show the biggest difference from before and after. Um, but yeah, keep it, keep it simple. Well, you, you kind of mentioned this too. Like, I feel like... A lot of us are, we, we often tell stories in a way that makes us the hero of the story. Ah, uh, yes. You yes, know, this yes. is called, if you, like, if you look in any Barnes & Noble, the biggest section of books is going to be the self-help section. So those are books you can go read and it can talk to you about how you can get your way out of addiction on your own and how you can write a better story on your own and how you can have better relationships on your own and how you can do it because the power is within you the whole time. Um, that's kind of a cool thing about superhero movies is the power is not usually from within them. Yeah. It's from outside of them, and they have a sage or someone that comes alongside them in the story that helps them discover their powers. And so really we want to say as you share your story, this is not about how you are awesome. This isn't about you at all. Really the story, the purpose of your story is to tell about God's story. It's, it's a bridge to God's yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And God is the hero of your story. Um, yeah, you're a hero, but you're not. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier as I was planning for one of my when I'm speaking on Sunday and I think that there is just a way to tell every story where like you can sound like the hero but then there's also a way to tell every story where you point it back to God so can you what's an Jesus. example can you, you want to give an example of like a way to tell a story that's you're the hero versus God's the hero so I feel yeah, like you could tell like you could tell a story about how um, I'm just thinking of a student that I met with recently um, and she was talking about how um, there was a season in her life where she was finding her identity in a bunch of different places and trying to please a lot of people. Um, but then something happened her junior year and she said, and then I knew who I was and I was confident in who I am. Um, and I was just really secure in, in me and I felt really good about who I was as a person. And I knew that. And so other people's opinions wouldn't affect me as much. Um, because I was confident about my personality and I, I loved myself. That's a really cool self-empowering story. Um, but really, as I talked to her, I wanted to help her see how really it wasn't about you loving yourself, which is a good thing. It's not about you figuring out who your, your personality is and stuff. It's really, it's about who, like knowing who you are in Christ. It's about having your identity rooted in him, having your people-pleasing not, like not, not trying to please other people, but really knowing you've already pleased God and how that can change everything. So one of them is a self-help thing. Like I found out who I was and now I'm awesome to, I found out who I was and I sucked Yeah. and I was broken, but he was awesome. Yeah. Do you get the difference? Yeah. Mm. I think mine's like a little bit different, but it would be, I think sometimes it's easy to just also like ignore how God shows up in things. So like, I use this example all the time, but like my freshman year, I was the only Christian who lived with seven other girls and none of them were Christian. And they all believe, we all believed different things and we had a ton of really cool conversations and I got to talk to them about faith. And I think it like 
there were times where I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing so great. Like (laughs) I am saying all of the right things. They don't hate me. They say I'm Uh like the best Christian they've ever met. Like, uh, they love me even though like we have very fundamentally different beliefs. Like good job me being a Christian, sharing God's story to these people. And I think that's, like, also really prideful and, like, makes me sound like the hero of that story when really, like, God probably very intentionally placed me in that suite and, like, helped all of those conversations come up. And, like, my job was not to, like, be prideful or try to prove that it was right, but, like, just to, like, humbly share my story. So you're saying you can be doing Christian things that are good. Yes. And it can still be about you. Yes. Well, that (laughs) makes this thing a lot harder or a lot easier because the weight's (laughs) off for you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on... His power. Yeah. That's cool. Um, So testimony tips. I had pray, recognize your stories and process. Three is keep it simple. Four, uh, make Jesus the main character of your story. Five, the more real it is to you, the more real it will be to the person listening. How many times have you been in a small group where you've just kind of said the answer that you think everybody wants to hear? Yeah. Or, (laughs) or, Or we do this. We know how vulnerable we can be without us really being vulnerable. Mm. So yeah. we know what our counselors will think is vulnerable and we're like, okay, we'll give them this, but really we're really struggling with something else or, or, or we're just feeling something and we won't say it. So we get really good at pretending. Um, but if the story doesn't matter to you, can you imagine like, I think JK Rowling like loves her characters and she wants to keep that world alive. And she she's does. like writing more books. Like, could you imagine if she hated it? I mean, I'm sure there's authors that have to write things that they hate. Yeah. Um, so I think you can tell when someone like loves it and is passionate about it Oh yeah. and you want to know more. Like that's something that like invokes the curiosity is Mm -hmm. like how devoted they are, how much they love it. And so if someone's just like, eh, this is my story, but whatever, no one's really going to ask questions Mm -hmm. and like, you're not really going to have that way to share more about it. This is what I like about like when we'll share stories, even talks about high school group, like people can tell that it's real and you're passionate about it. So I don't know. I mean, that's not something you fake, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's a, I'm going to quote a movie here, actually, that's important to me, but um, in La La Land, when the main character says that, that people love what other people are passionate about, and yeah. I think there's so much truth to that, and I think, as high school students, I know a lot of you guys, like, you can tell when other people aren't being genuine or aren't passionate about something. You see right through it. Yeah, it's, no, it's so absolutely. easy to see through that, and you guys know that, you know yeah. when people are being insincere, or like teachers or whoever like maybe people in your life that aren't being like real with you um and I know that's like a big thing for me and so if you want other people to like listen to your story and understand that like um that there is like a lot of truth and cool things that God's done like being passionate and being authentic is so important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's interesting after first Peter 315 um you know, after it says that you need to be ready to give a reason for the hope you have, it does say that you need to do so with gentleness and respect. Yeah. And so I think there's a fine line between passion and anger. Sometimes we get angry about what we're passionate about. So if we don't feel like people hear our story or if we feel like people disagree with our story, we can get angry. Um, so I think just as you're passionate, just make sure you do so with gentleness um, and love. Gentleness and respect and love. And I think that takes away the wanting to, not wanting to get in a fight with people. Like, that's just mm-hmm. not how it's supposed to be done. It's it, yeah. like sharing your story, giving yeah. an answer. But we do this, right? Oh, I, yeah. We, we argue that, you know, oh, totally. the Golden State Warriors are the best basketball team. If someone disagrees, right, we're going to be so angry with that. It's not, <laughs> it's not what I think, but because we love them. 
Um, and then, so the, yeah, the fifth one is make, if it's real to you, be real to someone who's, it will, it will be more real to someone who's listening. Um, number six is your story is a foot in the door to share the gospel story. Um, so the gospel story, um, I think for us, we just need to make sure that we know it ourselves. We know it when we hear it, I think, but knowing that story of that God has rescued us from our brokenness and our yeah. sin. Um, and that he has paved a way for us, right? He came down from heaven to give us a restored relationship with him. So, And I think that that goes along with keeping Jesus as the hero mm-hmm. of your story. If Jesus is the hero of your story, it'll really easily point to being able to share yeah. the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's totally true. Um, and then the last one, we just have meet with a mentor to help develop your story. Um, meet with somebody else. We, we really believe that you need five mentors in your life, five people who are further along in their faith journey. So for me, you know, a mentor, you, you're given mentors. If you're listening to this and you're a high school student, you have one or two mentors who are your high school leaders. Uh, and so we encourage you to reach out to them and meet with them and um, ask them, what do you see in my story? Or, you know, just tell them about what you're feeling and they'll help you. They're, you're kind of like archaeologists where God, there's a story in you and they're going to help you brush and dig and kind of try to get to what's beneath the surface. And so meet with meet with your mentors. Also, you might have mentors who aren't like your counselors. They might be your parents. Um, I would suggest that maybe your friends aren't your mentors. Friends usually are in the same situation and stay in the same life stage. So um, it, it'd be like a football team without any coaches, and they're just not able to see the bigger picture of how plays and things are moving around. And so mentors help you see that. Um, but you can have mentors in scripture. You can read the Bible and Paul could help mentor you. And, um, obviously Christ is our ultimate mentor that any mentor we have must also be pursuing and be mentored by Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So this summer, all of our leaders, they're all going to be meeting with every student. Yep. Um, so if you feel like, oh, my leader hasn't met with me well, yet. It's not like all 27 leaders will no. meet with you individually. It is like you will meet with a leader. That would be crazy. So your leader, <laughs> that would be a task your leader right is going to try to meet with you, um, and have coffee with you or lunch. Or just have a, a hangout after or before a while to help you develop your story. Yeah. So if they haven't talked to you, um, they're probably going to talk to you this summer, but um, they have crazy lives too. So just sometimes you need to initiate. Um, actually, most of the time most we have to time, initiate. They will say yes. Like they do mm-hmm. want to hang out with you. Yeah. They do want to make time for you and help learn, like figure out your story. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, one final thought is um, I, I know that Doug has said it before, but part of the reason why we're so drawn to superhero movies and so drawn to uh, sci-fi and fantasy uh, is we're actually in a, in a culture that is losing a sense of spirituality. And so less people are kind of believing um, in, in God and in those things. But it's so funny that at the same time you're getting like, you know, Avengers Endgame is the, the second most grossing movie of all time. So there's part of us that we want to tap into a story that's bigger than ourselves. We want to tap into something that has eternal consequences and all of those things. And so um, I feel like that's too why I'm drawn to church and why I'm drawn to God's totally. kingdom and what he's yeah. doing. Because, yeah, man, similarly. there is an ultimate battle between good and evil. Um, and we know that Christ has won but Satan is not going down easy. And so you are part of a story that's bigger than yourself. And that's, that should give you reason and purpose to get out of bed in the morning. And that should um, make it so every decision you make has value because Jesus mm-hmm. says that it does. Um, yeah. And so your story matters because your story is a part of the biggest story, the greatest story ever told. Yeah. So, um, um 
go for I it. I think we have a way for you to connect in. Yeah. So um, if you've listened to this and you have any questions that you want to ask, uh, feel free to reach out to us at our Instagram, which is at TrinityHS. Yeah. So, yeah, submit questions to our Instagram. And then as yeah. we start our next podcast, uh, we'll start out with just uh, some questions. Answering so it could be questions. could be questions about high school group, questions about story, questions about being a teenager. Questions uh, about basically anything. Yeah. <laughs> we would love to answer them. Yeah. It would be fun. We don't have all the answers. Um, no. But we are a part of the journey with you. So thanks for being a part of our first podcast. Uh, and thanks for being a part of the story that God is weaving together this summer. Have a great day. Almost just said amen. Bye. Amen. amen. <laughs>